0: You're listening to the Version 5 Podcast. We are five women sharing our individual journeys while changing the narrative in our community. Our mission is to create a sense of belonging through love, acceptance, and a whole lot of realness. Join us for authentic conversations on
1: real topics for real life. Welcome back, everyone. It's version underscore underscore F-I-V-E. (laughs) Version 5 We're just going to continue our uh, conversation about body image. And I'm just wondering what you guys uh, have. Have you responded to um, our question about what you like about yourselves? Have you posted on our Instagram page? Um, Find us and let us know. We want to hear from you guys. Um, Send us a story. Send us a, a comment. You can DM us too. We're going to check those. Um, just let's start the conversation. Yep. So let's let's kick it off, guys.
2: Let's build up the self-confidence and tell us what you think is beautiful about yourself. Yes. And change yep, the let's narrative.
3: Exactly. Yeah. So just running on last episodes um, at the end there, we started talking about curvy versus skinny versus, you know, what's acceptable. But a big part of that, I think, is culture. Because we just got back... Sorry, Annette here, by the way. Um, (laughs) We just got back from Puerto Rico. And I can tell you, looking around, like, we went to the beach. And let me tell you, I felt so comfortable. Because all the other women were curvy as heck. And it was celebrated. They just let it all hang out. It, like. Little thongs whatever when normally I just want to cover everything because I feel so insecure right mm-hmm. but you look around wow okay yeah this is completely
1: normal here mm-hmm. everybody loves it and that's like, if you're exactly skinny, what we're trying yeah. to do yeah. Yeah. that's the yeah. atmosphere we want to create yeah. so to answer Annette's question again, what can mm-hmm. we do? It's like literally just be comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. and stop covering up, okay?
0: Yeah.
4: Or move to Puerto Rico. Or move yeah. to Puerto or Rico. Rico. <laughs>
1: Surround <laughs> yourself with people
4: that make yeah. you feel good about yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. But yeah. it was... Did we
1: say this is episode two? Oh, sorry. This is episode two. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, what I also
3: noticed when I was there, there was no ad saying, oh get Botox oh you need this oh you need to be more tan oh you need to do this right as soon as we got back we landed in in Florida the first one of the first billboards I saw was to get Botox you're not pretty enough Mm-mm. as soon as you got back in the U.S. it was a completely different ball game
1: and so you sad.
3: so quickly I cannot believe how different it is but just the cultural differences yeah. why, why can't we just bring a little part of that
2: back here you know yeah, so. I used to work at MAC for many, many years, and I had a client that was a regular of mine, and I actually quite liked her. Um, and I remember her coming up to me at one point and um, putting her finger on my forehead and telling me that I needed Botox. This about 10 years ago already, and uh, we could share a vial. And I've never forgotten ever that at that age, at 30, that I was told I needed Botox. And to be honest, I didn't even really know at that time what that meant. Um, but that's a perfect example where somebody, and the other day I was in Shoppers Drug Mart and I was looking at very expensive skincare. And I was doing it on purpose because I had, I had heard about this line and I wanted to actually review it. And a woman came up to me and pointed out my crow's feet and said, oh, you're super uh, dehydrated there. This product would be amazing for you. And I'm like, did I ask about it? Was mm-hmm. it an insecurity that I expressed? Was it something that I said I wanted help with? So instantly people find it okay to point out other people's flaws. Yeah. Why is
1: that? Make a sale. Yeah, But Make also, yeah. like, why is that a flaw? Yeah. I think right. crow's feet are beautiful. Oh, I do
0: too. Yeah. And I've got them. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> I don't
1: even have them. <laughs> no,
0: you don't. But there's oh, something yeah. about aging that is so beautiful. So beautiful. I think, like, my mom is one of the most gorgeous people I know, but the older she gets, the more beautiful she is. Mm-hmm. Like a fine
3: wine. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and for the record, I have no crow's feet. Yeah. Come on. Just saying.
3: I thought we are being real here. <laughs> we are being real.
2: <laughs> I smile, therefore, I have crow's feet. Yeah,
4: we all do. Um, maybe I'll elaborate a little bit. As a photographer, Lynette here, um, I've had to also sort of take a stand when people say, well, you can Photoshop that, or can you fix this thing in my photo, or whatever. Um, I'm gonna, I've am going to i started saying, no, yeah. this is who you are, we're capturing who you are, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do my best when I take your photo to make you look like you, and the most beautiful version of you. Mm-hmm. I refuse to Photoshop.
3: Oh, good that. for you. I would clap, but it'd be really loud right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> but
4: it's, <laughs> why? Yeah exactly it's it's now portraying it's perpetuating this this industry mm-hmm. uh, so you're doing your part yeah. I just in building self-acceptance
1: mm-hmm. so good I for to. you mm-hmm.
0: and in that I feel each one of us probably does something like that within our own industry mm-hmm. but it feels so small right like for me to be like I'm a model and I'm going to be different in this way but who am I I'm just one person on this planet. But if each one of us are all doing that in our own profession or in our own homes, that can multiply to where all of us as women are doing that. And that's how you change the
2: narrative. So that's a huge reason why we came together as version five as well, so that we had a larger scale reach, mm-hmm. right? Just to help women understand that you are like, there are five women here and every single one of us have a component of insecurity. Oh, yeah. And that alone is like, does, does that make you feel? Like we're more relatable already that we're all sitting here and we're like being vulnerable and putting ourselves out there. It's not easy to say I have crow's feet or my forehead wrinkles have been pointed out. Even me saying that out loud, like I just got a little hot. And right, but it's it's like, that's the reality of, and I'm a makeup artist. I'm constantly in the face of people and I feel like I have to be this this perfect version of somebody. Yeah. And that is another thing on Instagram, The the struggle to compete with makeup artists who filter every single image to a point where none of their clients even have pores or skin. Or a pockmark, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what you're competing with, and I don't do it either. I don't feel, for sure, I'll, I'll change some lighting or brighten it up or whatever. If it's a bad photo, I don't post it. But right. I, won't, I won't buy into the crazy filtering or think that you have to wear so much makeup that you don't even look like yourself.
0: And yet the layperson who is not in your industry, mm-hmm. is not a makeup artist, wouldn't even realize that those other companies yeah. or makeup artists are doing that. Yes. Yeah i I wouldn't know one diff- you know one thing or another, so exactly like a magazine exactly mm-hmm.
1: yep, the struggle is real, when we're talking about acceptance to um and doing our part, I feel like this may or may not be related, so feel free to cut it out, <laughs> 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 but my job as a mental health nurse is kind of on the other side of that, right? I preach accepting your mind for what it is mm-hmm. and um, trying to, in a sense, correct some things that are out of balance with medication because we can. But at the end of the day, you are constantly counseling people that it's okay to have this illness or it's okay to be this way. And there is a whole array of different kinds of mental health issues, right? But mm-hmm. when we talk about um, this stemming from like preteen years, people on their phones looking at these photos and stuff, we're really just driving these, um, like eating disorders and like body dysmorphia and stuff like that. And, and kind of triggering people to feel depressed about themselves and stuff like that. So from the mental health field, like I'm kind of putting it out there, but I'm I'm urging you to for, you know, the next generation's sake is to just be more real with your followers and I mean, maybe we're a little guilty of that too, right? We want to make sure that our posts are perfect. We spend how much time doing our hair and makeup before our photo shoots too, but we're also trying to, you know, satisfy you as consumers. So it's a double-edged sword sometimes, and, like, let's talk about it.
2: Yeah, and our effort was to make sure that you guys still looked like yourselves in doing hair and
4: makeup for for shoots that we're doing for the group, right? How empowering is it when you don't have makeup on, Someone take a photo of you, and you love it.
1: Yes. Has that ever happened? (laughs) Yes. Yes.
4: It has. I want
1: to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And for myself, always being behind the camera, Mm -hmm. I'm used to always affirming, right? And and taking beautiful photos of beautiful people. But I've had that flipped on me a few times, where someone actually created art with my face Mm -hmm. in it, and I was flying for two weeks. I knew I looked good. Oh. That one photo could do that for me. Yeah. And so, so we have change. the power to just help people know how they... how We have the power to help people see themselves the way we see them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To change their own perception. Yeah.
0: So
2: beautiful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on the flip side, where as Annette was saying that this is cultural, a lot of it yeah. is seeing beauty... Mm-hmm is why, like who is the they that are telling us this, right? Because in my industry as a model, uh, it's definitely not models who are saying, you need to be thin, you need to look this way, you need to be so tall, Uh, but is it the agencies? And really I've been told, you know, I've been asked before what I'm eating because I looked a little bloated that day. So I said, I'm having a Greek salad No feta, no dressing. And they asked me if I had olives. I said yes. And they said, next time, cut the olives. I've had that. And so, but was it my agency's fault? No. Because because they knew that if I was bloated, I wouldn't get that job. And it's their job in my profession to help me get those jobs. So I can't even blame them. So then who is it? Is it the fashion industry Mm -hmm. making these clothing? And using us as hangers to show people, you
1: you know, like, where does it begin? That's a super good point. Mm -hmm. If you want something to look like it's hanging on a hanger, just hang it on a hanger, okay? Right. Good point. Next time I go down the (laughs) runway, I'm just
0: going to carry a hanger. (laughs) Put it
1: on a
2: hanger. No, it's true, though. That's not even realistic. Think about that. Think of something literally draping on a hanger. Yeah. Yeah. How is that possible to translate that into an actual human wearing it? That so doesn't but, make any sense. So when you're thinking
0: culturally, where is this idea in our minds that we are not beautiful coming from because we need to? And it's hard to scale that back because you can't place the blame on anyone. It's almost as if we need to place the blame on ourselves almost simply for buying into it. Yeah. yeah.
2: But we don't know how to not buy into it when exactly. that's what's so available to us as consumers. Yeah. So the cycle continues but we so I think we have a responsibility
3: as society and as women to like I said change the narrative Mm -hmm. right so I feel that we so I feel we have a responsibility to not be the victim anymore Mm -hmm. I feel like we have been oppressed for a very long time and they have just berated us with Mm -hmm. So many images and what you yeah. should do. And, and we've accepted it. it. We've accepted it and we need to stop accepting it. Mm-hmm. So I just want to start taking a stand mm-hmm. say, you know what? No, you're not going to make me feel like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And it is our responsibility because they're not going to stop doing it.
0: No right.
3: Yeah. So yeah. then it's just a severe cycle, yeah. right? Until we cut it.
0: Yeah. And then just. Change. I think that was such a huge part in my own realizing, like, I still struggle. Let's be honest, you know, on a daily basis, mm-hmm. but a huge part of me realizing, okay, I'm beautiful the way I am, was well. My faith is a huge part of my life, and so realizing through my prayer or through devotionals or whatever you want to call it, through that realizing, wait a second, this is what I want to do. I love, I love modeling. I love being in front of a camera. I, that's what I really love, and I love, uh, but I also love to change other people's thoughts about yeah. what beauty should be. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to look exactly the same as every other girl on the runway, that's not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. So I need to be okay with being different in this, in a sea of sameness to change other people's, wow. right? Mm-hmm. And so through that, realizing, wait a second, you need to embrace your differences. Mm-hmm. Embrace them. Because not only will you... Be more content with who you are, but you're also going to exude that confidence, and change the narrative for all the other women around you. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So the interesting thing that you're saying that your faith comes into it. A little while ago, I actually did a post on my on my makeup artistry page, and I've been I've been pushing the envelope a little bit more on on the standpoint of beauty, and um, and, and self confidence even even on that page, and it's not what everybody does. And I said, how incredibly amazing is it that somehow God created every single one of us and you were beautiful enough and unique enough and important enough to be created. So whatever God is to you, however you think that we came to be, that that in this particular um, situation is irrelevant. Whatever you believe, you were wanted, needed on this planet. Just you, the way that you are whether or not your arms are a little jiggly right now, whether or not you got a big butt and whether or not your feet are too big and you or think you're a that, size zero or you're a size zero. Yeah. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is you were needed on this planet yeah. period. That is a powerful, powerful thing. And so how do we get that? We're needed in order for us to accept our own beauty.
1: Yeah.
2: How do those things come together? Right?
0: Is it just taking ourselves less seriously? I just remember I was after Declan was born. And so I was having a lot, kind of like you were saying, Kelsey, like after you have babies, there's a lot of stuff going on in your head, like what just happened to my body? Absolutely. And so I struggled with my body image, with my identity and it was a couple he was two years old, and after all of that time struggling, I came across a picture of him of me with him, which is hard when you're a mom. There's not very many pictures of you with your kids. But I came across a picture and I could not believe how beautiful I looked in that picture. And I thought, I wish I had believed that two years ago because I was still the same person And so maybe we should just stop taking ourselves so seriously in the moment because two years from now... You're going to think so differently of yourself.
4: And yeah. it is so much mindset yeah. as well. Even look at a picture of you when you're on vacation versus when you're a, done a, a work day. It's yeah. it's also, it's not even rest related. It's just your mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: I think we something important that we should start thinking about is who are the women that we want to be? You know, a year from now, five years from now, 20 years
1: from now. I feel, I relate with that, and I can see you getting emotional, and I I love that, because it's real, and I just wanted to share that with everybody that's listening here, whether or not you're a mom, uh, whether or not you want to be a mom, or, you know, if you're not even a a woman, that's cool too, thanks for listening, Um, (laughs) but I have made a point as a person to preach um, to people that don't have children yet, that haven't undergone these uh, big body changes, don't be so hard on yourself Mm -hmm. because after you have that baby, you're going to look at pictures from before you got pregnant and you're going to think to yourself, what the hell was I thinking? Why was I so mean to myself? You were so beautiful and I took it for granted. And now look at, you know, like now my body is so different. Why
2: are you not beautiful now? uh,
1: No, but, but you are, but it's different. But, and you just feel bad that you were so hard on yourself and so mean to yourself when you were perfect because now i feel like uh, all these changes has made my body different it's not perfect anymore you know like and now yet. now my body is riddled with like you said stretch marks and this and that right like it was perfect before it was a perfect canvas it was just how it was mm-hmm. you know and and people don't appreciate that in the moment and they're always striving for something different mm-hmm. and it just changes you it yeah. just changes you yeah. And yet five years from now, you're going to
0: look at pictures of yourself and you're going to be like, why did I take myself for granted? Yeah. Because Absolutely. when my, I had a baby and a two-year-old, I was the perfect version of myself in that season. And I was so dang beautiful because that's what everyone else sees in you, Kelsey, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so just to take that on now and tr- somehow believe it. Yeah,
2: change the internal dialogue. Yeah, so heavy. Yeah, change the internal. Started crying. We're all (laughs) crying.
3: (laughs) That was coming. It was just a matter of when.
2: (laughs) So who do you want to be in ten years? You know, I'm
3: still not over the crying part. I still got the lump in the throat. Yeah, yeah,
2: totally. But that's an amazing point, right? Like we want to be leaders in in helping people and this is I was listening to another podcast um just this morning actually and when do we allow ourselves the permission to be confident and not feel scared that somebody's going to get down on us because we are confident? I have moments. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. It's
3: a daily struggle mm-hmm. for all of us.
2: Yep. And
3: I sorry. Um I try something that helps me. I'm not a super religious person, so I don't have a ton of faith in that sense. But what has worked for me personally is meditation Mm -hmm. because it takes you out of your head. It makes you very present and makes you focused on your breath, your surroundings. Like It gets you out of your head. It's a mindfulness practice. It is a mindfulness, yeah. And so we get out of those negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. And even when I feel myself starting to have that pent up emotion and I can't deal with something or I'm stressed out, whatever it is, I try and pause and I even go try and do a meditation for two or three minutes. Mm -hmm. Even just enough to step away and be objective Mm -hmm. and less
2: about what's going on right Mm -hmm. within myself. Because it's funny, you look around this table And there's, and now I'm going to get emotional, (laughs) but you look around this table and you're just like, you see, we all know each other a little bit too. And we know each other's souls. And I feel like there's so much beauty at this table. And yet every single one of us struggle and it's a shame. It's a shame, but we are here to help people relate, to help people get out of their own heads, to find an avenue, whether it is prayer and devotionals, whether it is mindfulness practice, yes. whether it is meditation, whether it is talking to your friends, which works for me. Sometimes I get on my little hamster wheel and my negative thoughts get a little bit out of control and you think that somebody's post about something was about you and suddenly you're you're not perfect and then it, it, it you're, you're in your own head and really nothing happened. It's your own internal dialogue and look
4: at how powerful yeah. that is, right? It's incredibly powerful to tell someone how you're feeling and they just look you straight in the eye and they say, that's a lie and you know it. Oh, yeah.
0: yes. Mm-hmm. yeah, Who yes. is that person for you?
4: Um, I have a friend and a colleague mm-hmm. who um, has been married now about six months. Mm-hmm. We're both uh, photographers, mm-hmm. both in the wedding industry, we both are self-employed. Um, so she's newly married and I was just sharing with her some of my struggles of these things that have been coming to mind now that I've never struggled with before and they're new are all body image related and she just wouldn't have it she said stop stop Mm -hmm.
2: because it is a lie it's a lie Mm -hmm. and I like the and you know it because you do you like deep down inside we like we do but it's like this there is there is a true struggle I feel to have permission to be confident to have permission, because it's just as scary to be confident and have somebody think, Mm, who does she think she yeah, is, yeah. right? Because that, that can so easily be misinterpreted.
1: And there's a little thing that my mom used to say to me. This is Kelsey <laughs> that I want to share with you. Um, if I was ever feeling upset about anything, um, like body, physically, um, sorry, my physical appearance, she would say to me, you have two beautiful legs and they work. <laughs> and that's all they need to do right? Yeah. And I think that we should challenge ourselves. I think this is a really good uh, challenge for you guys and for, for us here as well. We should challenge ourselves to not feel so negatively when we meet someone who's confident, like stop shaming them in our own mind yes. and love that about them. Yes. And you should surround yourself with that person because guess what? You're going to start feeling differently about yourself too. Mm-hmm.
0: Wouldn't it be great when you're with those people and they're so confident in who they are that instead of internalizing all those negative emotions or feelings, rather than that, just stop it and look at them in the eye and tell them something that you love about them. Mm-hmm. Let's, because that not only changes their day, it's a huge mental shift in your own mind.
3: Sorry, I just had something pop into my brain that I had written down previous that I completely forgot up until now. But regarding that is when you compliment somebody, it makes them feel good, Mm -hmm. but then it also makes you feel good. Oh, so much. And that is, it's a booster. Yeah. It's a confidence booster. So where do we get the confidence from? It doesn't need to be physical. Mm -hmm. It can be, okay, what are those self-esteem builders to help? us get to a better place so even surrounding yourself with good people complimenting
4: people making them feel good giving there's something to like
1: about everybody yeah yeah
0: Yeah.
4: but do it when you don't feel like it
0: yes do it when you don't feel like it that's a huge thing it'll totally
2: change your that's your 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 best marriage tip right there (laughs) right there (laughs) to the one that's engaged right now you (laughs) know it it to yourself Lynette. It, it is the best marriage tip ever. When you don't feel like saying "I love you" in that moment, remember it's still the same person, and that'll that'll avoid a lot of fights. Yeah.
3: Well, to go with that further is I know in a mindful practice they, at first you start to think about yourself and you start to get out of your head, but then there you know you can think of so many different things, happiness, whatever, and you want it to extend to other people too you s- so you start thinking about other people and then from there it challenges you even more okay let's think about the people that you don't like that's
0: yeah. and send yeah, that's exactly good
3: it. vibes to them
0: yes
3: yeah mm-hmm. that if you can nail that i feel like you can nail. that's anything. the most empowering mm-hmm. thing you can
0: it is do. Mm-hmm. shut them down with kindness
4: <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's only in your own head
0: yeah
4: right and you can sh- you can shut down that thought process yeah by working together with them or just just complimenting them or approaching them.
1: So to end this podcast, I would like for us all to challenge ourselves and just try to rise above it. When someone else is having a bad day, don't let that bring you down. And, you know, like I said, rise above it. Give them a compliment or challenge yourself to um, do better. Just let's try to do better. Agreed. Fabulous. Thank you guys for listening. You can go to our Instagram and comment on our last post.
4: at version underscore underscore
2: f i v e.
4: Thanks for listening.